Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, people, you know that sound. It is the Unfiltered Band Meets. Another episode of Unfiltered is coming your way right here and now. It is episode 81. It is the seventh installment in our LifePod series, and this one is called Acceptance. Thank you for accepting me as part of your day or night, wherever you're listening. If you're an Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcast. Of course, uh, you can follow the and jump on board the Unfiltered Revolution at Casey Stern. And if you aren't already, when you get over to Twitter, you can get into my bio and thank you, Unfiltered Ban, and see the link for my YouTube channel and jump on there as well. And of course, believes that BLE. AV, uh, their channel, their Twitter, and everywhere else. Uh, lots of sports coming up again here in the next uh, few days. Obviously, after uh, Albert Pujols' is, uh, 700th, we're waiting here with Judge. We're in the pennant chases. There's a lot uh, going on. I've got Tyler Kepner of the New York Times coming up this week. Uh, Gibby, former Jays manager, John Gibbons. I got Matt Holiday back on talking about Albert Pujols, Todd Frazier this week. So I got a lot coming up here on the pod. Hopefully, you're enjoying the podcast. And uh, I appreciate you being on board before I get going here. And I kind of, you know, bulleted out some of the things I wanted to hit today. And I'll give you a preview before we kind of get into them. And, you know, I, I wanted to hit again. And I wrote down, you know, why, why am I doing this? You know, not why am I having a podcast or why am I talking sports or all the things I've done the last 20 years? But why, why this live pod series? Why am I doing this? I'm doing this for a couple of reasons. One, because I wish other people did this and I wish I had other places. And I've been inspired by some people that I've listened to and watched here over the last couple of years and in books that I've read, which I've talked about in these life pod series. But I wish over the course of my life that there were more people. And I didn't grow up with when I was young, having social media to as much of a cesspool as it could be lean on in certain places to, you know, know kind of who could inspire you. But I, I just, didn't have much of that. Most of us did not. And, you know, I, even now I'm so inspired when athletes and people that, that I respect in this business or just in general and learning about are sharing their own stories. And I think it's, it's important. It's also therapeutic to do. Now I've said this before in this life pod series, or if you're just joining us, let's say it again. And, and I wish I could say, it, you know, every you know five minutes to just remind people, please understand this is, this is not, you know, some, preaching of like, hey, I, I've, you know, gone through a lot of shit and, you know, here I am and I'm perfect and wonderful because neither are the case. Just trying to be happy, just like everybody else, trying to have success in my life, whatever success is to you. I'm trying to build in terms of, of family and as a father and as a human being at this point in my life now, just a couple of weeks away from being 44 and, you know, not have this be the end, but be the beginning beginning in a lot of phases and chapters of my life. And a lot of people are going through that. So that, that that's number one. The other reason is, is because, and I've said this before, even when I was doing radio for all of those years and, you know, talking about sports and ranting and discussing all kinds of you know, different crazy things over the course of the years with many, many different co-hosts that I enjoyed being with, I was always blown away by when I would get notes that, that, you know, our show meant anything to somebody that was in a rough spot. There are a couple of, of sincerely touching scenarios that have been put in front of me about, you know, me as, as a host over the course of the years that I've, I've kept and tried to remind 
myself of because they're almost so humbling you don't even believe it where people were going going through illnesses and and you know playing our show in hospitals and and all sorts of things that it's like you know you never ever feel like you're ever going to resonate in in that way but i mentioned this before since i started doing this light pod series immediately after the first one and go back and listen to them if you haven't yeah i started to get notes that, that people would send me and you know with these kind of things and i understand it trust me you know a lot of people do that privately not not necessarily publicly because it's difficult to do that difficult to discuss things like this publicly and i would never and i'm not going to ever read out any of the names of anybody who would ever write me any of these notes and i've, I've had and created friendships with people even ever since starting this podcast four months ago because i think more of this because of these life pod episodes than anything else i've done Maybe in my career. I, I got one. I was thinking of doing one anyway. And I, I knew that acceptance is where I wanted to go. And I'll get to that and, and kind of preview this episode here in a couple of seconds. But I got a note Friday, which really was touching. And if the person listening who wrote this is, is you know, assume they're listening to the podcast all the time, especially I, I want you to know, like, you know, I, I write back how humbling it is of somebody to say, and how much I appreciate that. I'm just reading the note. And I think some people probably think, well, that's just something that, that people say. And maybe some people do. But I'm not, I'm not anybody. I'm not just some people. These things are really touching for me. And in this note that was sent to me, it said that the pods are always a highlight of the day, especially your life pod series. It takes a lot of guts to be open and honest. And to do that every day, it makes me emotional reading it. It's helped me be a better person. You're an inspiration to me and my son. I don't want to. I don't want to be anybody's inspiration except for you know. Hopefully, as a good father for my kids, right? Just like we all want to do as parents. I'm inspired by other people all the time. But that is, is so humbling to hear. And if I can, in talking about my struggles or things I've gone through, have somebody else feel like they're not alone, I'll do, I'll do these all the time. I mean, this is the seventh installment out of the, what, the 81 episodes I'll do. I'll do 70 more. It doesn't matter to me. That's very meaningful stuff. So that's why I'm here doing this. That's why I'm talking about these kind of things. And the, the, the funny thing is, is that a lot of the conversations that I have now, and a lot of people reaching out and saying the same things have happened to me. And I've had people who are like, you know, you know, much higher Q ratings than I ever had, even when I was doing television, have reached out a couple, in fact, and said, hey, like, I, and I had no idea they had experienced anything like this, self-esteem issues or anything else, uh, any of the things I've talked about. Today's is important because it's, it's the hardest one. Of all the things that I've learned and all the things that I've gone through, I would, I would be totally upfront in telling you that this is the one, this is the portion that I still struggle with on a daily basis the most, and that's acceptance. Acceptance has a lot of different levels, and I wanted to cut it down this way because I, I wanted to really kind of you know get the message across at least that, that I'm trying to put out today in, in sharing this and I hope you know some of you will share stories as well and, and really just to kind of you know 
digress for a second. One of the other th- reasons why I do this, and I had somebody mention this, and I think it was like the the Manti Teo one I did of, of all of them, ironically. But somebody mentioned that it made them think about something that a friend of theirs had gone through and then wanting them to reach out. Like, that's also, like, for me, it may not be about you. You may recognize things I say and be like, you know, holy shit, I, I think my loved one, my family member, my my parent, my husband, my wife, whoever is is going through something like that. I, I recognize this stuff. Today, in talking about acceptance, I want to talk about others, yourself, and your situation. And I'm going to talk about it in a couple of different ways. And then I'm going to talk about what I call, in my own life, pushing back. And what that feels like and how difficult that is and what that means. Let's start with others. For people in this world, and I don't want to say people like me because I think everybody experiences this, the difference between people who experience this and, and people who don't, there is none. It's just people who tell you they experience this or you've seen them experience it and those who hide it better. Everyone experiences it. I don't care. You know, Kevin Durant has 70,000 burner accounts, right? So there's insecurity everywhere, no matter what you do for a living. And social media has made that incredibly hard for a lot of people to deal with. And I've witnessed that myself with people comparing themselves to other people or other people's Instagrams. <clears throat> One of the reasons, and I, I'm very honest about this, I, I, you know, I've had multiple people tell me that I should have an Instagram for this show and that I should get back on Facebook and do it for the show. And I, I don't plan on doing either, even though it may help me for this. I don't think I can handle it because I, I, there's so much negativity and so much comparison to other people and so many things that I dislike in, in those areas that for me, you know, Twitter is the most palatable because it, it is, it is the, the closest to a workspace and sharing information. It's why I don't do TikTok or, or that stuff either. And by the way, that's probably stupid from a business standpoint, but I'm just being honest. I just, it, who I am, I can't, I'm going to say I can't handle it. I don't want to handle it. I don't want to see the negativity in front of me. I don't want to be you know, comparing myself or my situation or my past or my present to anybody else's, I don't want that. So I I don't do it. Comparing ourselves to others is something we do now more than we've ever done in the world because of social media. It is too much thrown in front of us. You know, how much money somebody else is making, what kind of things they're doing, what they're eating, what they're wearing, where they're living, what they're driving, people you knew in your past who have been further than you, made it further than you, whatever you think that further is, we've all experienced that, right? You think they're better looking than you, or they're smarter than you, or they're more successful than you. One of the things that we battle with always as people that I battled with the most in my life of anything in these pods, and I've mentioned this before, is acceptance from others. As a human, as myself, <clears throat> I gained it pretty easily for a long period of time. Clearly, I'm you know trying to rebuild all of that now, and it's a struggle. But I gained acceptance for what I did. I gained acceptance for making people laugh or for talking about sports or for having a take or whatever, right? Or a rant I did or something else. But, the, you know, with, with no offense, and this is not demeaning at all any of the listeners I had over the years of the importance of that or those relationships and friendships because it, those are real. But it was acceptance from others in my life that I had had a hard time with from all the way back to five, six years old. We all want to be accepted by others. We all want to be accepted 
and cared for and loved and wanted by other people. We do. Even if we don't want them, we want them to want us. I mean, how dumb is that? But that's how we are, right? A lot of people get into breakups and things like that, and they don't even realize, is it is it that I miss them, or is it the ego that, like, I just miss, like, that? how could they not want me anymore? And, and I've been through probably both situations where it has been them that I've missed or that I, it has been that they've just not wanted me. In situations, multiple times where I've been you know, cheated on in relationships, for example, that happens, right? We're always looking for acceptance from others. And one thing that, that I have gone through that I think, you know, is a struggle that we all go through, right? Is the other part of that and how to turn that around. One thing that, that and look, you're going to have people who are never going to accept you for who you are. That's just, you know, that's, by the way, acceptance of that is, is, a, is a further level and a different kind of acceptance. And it's another one that I'm struggling with, you know, like everybody else is. But when you have something that happens in your life or things that happen in your life where people who praised you at such a high level then suddenly don't accept you at all or put you down or make fun of you to other people, and I've had all of the above happen to me in the last two years, that's really difficult, right? But going through acceptance of other people is how, to me, you get better at accepting that other people aren't always going to be seeing you the way you want. But what we can control is seeing them the way that we want to, caring enough for them that we see that they have flaws. I mentioned this before, but this is a common example of things that happen. Like when you go back to when you're a teenager, right? When we see somebody that, you know, you're in a group of friends and you're trying to, to be cool. And there's like that, you know, guy or girl or whoever, and it may have been you who's on the other side and I was bullied. So you know, whatever, like, and you know, maybe it's, it's you and that other side, but you're in, in a standpoint where you're sitting there and you're, you're making fun of somebody else in a group because that group thinks you're cool. I had people do that to me when I was 43 years old. So that doesn't just happen as teenagers. Somebody I cared for, would anybody in the world do that with their group of friends to me when I was 43? It happens. When you get bullied the way that, that I did when I was a kid, and you go through things that a lot of you have, you're never going to be able to do that. I've never, I've never, I've, I don't know on my hand if I've ever been in situations in my whole life that that's ever happened. Now, it's been presented in front of me, but that I would ever be a part of it. Because there's too much empathy. Anybody who's ever been on the other side, you just can't do that. But what we can do and what we can control is accepting other people with their flaws and their faults and love them for who they are and care for them for who they are. If you have friends and family who are struggling and they're in trouble and they're, and they're having a bad time period in their life or they're, they're ill or, or they're you know, going through a, a a bad breakup or they just they're unemployed or whatever the case is. I mean, it could be a million things, right? Anything. They didn't get into the college they want. I'm trying to use all ages because it really not age specific. But if you have friends that are in that kind of a situation or family members that are in that situation, the the desire of most people is to get in their own internal shell and say and feel better about themselves by saying, that's not good enough. No, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with his or her bullshit. I don't want to deal with his or her problems. I don't want any part of that. Now, 
there are times where in my life and all of our lives, if somebody is extremely negative as a human, and we're not talking about they're sick or they're having mental health problems or whatever, going through a phase or issues, because people in their life will go through all those things. And there's a difference here. Somebody's a negative. You should never put up with just somebody who's just purely negative all the time for no reason. But you got to care it up and be empathetic to find the reason. What the hell is it? Why? Why are they this way? What's wrong? Is something wrong? Can I ask them? Can I help them? Can I think about it? Can I find out? Can I accept them for who they are and love them with their faults and their flaws? I got no problem admitting to you I'm flawed. I'm far from perfect. Far. Flawed. Sensitive. Um, insecure. Prideful at times, stubborn at others, emotional at others. But I got a good heart and I care. So do those people who are going through their own struggles. You got to care about them and have a good heart enough to care and to be there and to sit there and take it sometimes. I'm going to get into that sometimes. And, and to care enough to hang with them and say, hey, look, I, you don't got to pretend for me. I'm here. Pretend for those other people, forget all that Instagram bullshit and whoever else or whatever. Again, depending upon because I'm trying to you know, hit, you know, not just things I've seen in my life, but, you know, you know, there are people way cooler than me, way younger than me, you know, way, you know, live in different places, live different lives. It doesn't matter what it is. But a lot of times you could sense that those people are pretending to be better than they actually feel about themselves. And you got to sit there and tell them, hey, look, you got to go. You got to understand I'm not going anywhere. I got you. I got you. You don't know how much that people who have been through the things that, that a lot of us, the things that I've been through in my life, in terms of insecurity and being made fun of and put down and self-esteem and some of the, the betrayal and some of the abandonment and all that stuff, you don't know how much we wish somebody would have turned to us that we cared about and say, I got you. Mention it before. The amount of people that I've had in my life who have done that for me over the last few years that have been as hard as I wouldn't wish them on in two scenarios on anybody. I, I don't know. If you would have asked me before how I would have gone through one of them, how I've survived both, I have no idea. And I would tell you the answer is zero, not one. Outside of, of, a, outside of a, a, my mother. Nobody. That's why I'm here doing this, because I, I want to be there for other people. But I want other people to realize, hey, look, these are the things people don't say. You know, what happens to people a lot, and it happened to me, is that you get so forgotten and so lost in the process of other people not caring or, you know, putting you down or wanting to be in that crowd that makes fun of you or laughs at you instead of helping you and reaches out a hand for you that you then end up. So much holding in, you know, that fear of asking for their help that at the time you finally feel like you're like you're going to self-destruct. If you don't ask for their help, now you're begging for their help. Now you're desperate for their help. And now the people didn't want to help you when you weren't desperate, even though you deserved it. They certainly ain't going to help you now. They're running further and faster away from you. And that's the problem that happens to a lot of people who are insecure and have self-esteem issues and don't accept who they are themselves. That's the second portion of this and the bigger piece, clearly. But a lot of times when we're not accepted by others and we try, and I do think it's important in our life to make sure that you know that to tell other people, hey, you're there for them. 
right? Like, that's the crazy part about what happens sometimes is that, you know, people who have low self-esteem and have insecurity issues from childhood, right? And, and or that way. And you can't, you could tell, look, I've lived through this. You could tell people you care about a million times. Hey, this is how I am. And this is what happens to me. And I, I'm, I'm being honest with you and I'm sharing with you. And if they don't care, they're going to forget in three seconds and only care about themselves. And literally you just are showing them exactly what you explained like a day ago, an hour ago, and they still doing the wrong thing. There's no wrong or right, but in, in, in terms of what's best for you, because they're not thinking about you, they're only caring about themselves. But what happens in that case is that, pushovers and i've talked about this many times and people who then are are beaten up and beaten up and beaten up and beaten up constantly and they hold it and they hold it in, and i'm not good enough to stand up for myself and i don't accept myself enough and i've given you everything why don't you accept me who for i am and all that gets in your head guess what eventually it combusts and now you're pushing back in the wrong way now you're pushing back with anger that's not real you're saying things you don't mean and the irony that happens in that kind of scenario with people who are like anybody who's watching or listening to this, who's like me in our lives, right? Who are like, you know, always making people feel better, happy-go-lucky and all of that. But a lot of that then centers around only caring about other people's feelings and not your own, only wanting others to know they're accepted and not accepting yourself. That eventually when you stand up and say, no, 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 I've had enough of this shit. I'm not taking it anymore. Do you know what they do? They blame you for everything. It is your reaction that is the only thing that matters. Everything they did to put you down, to make you feel bad, to not care about your feelings, all the things you told them about your insecurities. This is why people don't share how they feel, because everything you did to share how you feel and lay it out there in the line and give it all and do all the things that people like, you know, emp empaths like me have done our whole lives. Right. Even when we shouldn't. I, I literally it took me I had I only one time in 40, almost 44 years have really ever stood up for myself with somebody who didn't treat me well and said I had enough. And it was the instance that really showed me that if people don't care, they're only going to see how you react. They don't even realize what they've been doing to you or how they've been treating you. Instead of being proud of myself that I stood up for myself, I actually was made to feel a thousand times worse and punished for it. A lot of us go through that. But that's our own fault. That's not their fault. And we have to accept that too. Accepting yourself means not only accepting who you are and that you're good enough, not only accepting that you are, you can be the best version of yourself, even if you're not, you know, drawn up the way from a, a face or a picture or a body the way somebody else thinks you should be, or you're not doing the job somebody else thinks you should be, or living where you should be, or who you're with in a relationship somebody you should or have the kind of family somebody else you thinks you should, or whatever, you drive the car someone else, I mean, the religion, the political beliefs, that we can go on forever. Even if you don't have all of that, accepting that, hey, I'm going to be the best version of me, and I like who I am. I'm not perfect, right? I need to, you know, uh, you know, do better in my career or I need to be better with people or I need to lose weight or I need to gain weight or wh whatever it is that like you're working on, whatever it may be, superficial or not. And we all have superficial things, too. Whatever it may be, you're sitting there and you're saying to yourself, I'm I'm going to be the best version of me. That's something I couldn't do most of my life. The only times I felt that way were when I was on top in a career that I knew I pushed for and earned myself. Or when I had with my family was at the height of a time where I, I was like, 
you know, I've made it. Like, I, I found a, a person that, that is, is everything I ever asked for, uh, kids I ever asked. I mean, I literally, it was like even going through, and I was at the time, ironically, going through unbelievable struggle. But, you know, this is, this is where, like, you know, why a roller coaster goes all the way to the top before it comes down. It's at its highest point. Probably sit here being, you know, totally honest with you. What, what is this, September? I mean, it, two years ago today, or around this time, I, I was at the height of my whole life in my own mind. Because even though my career was always so important to me, from a family standpoint and everything that I was feeling and, and you know, where I was and who I was with and, and, and the, everything, and this is in the midst of, I think we were in COVID then, probably the height of my life for the things I care about and they're meaningful for me. But I never really accepted myself because as soon as the acceptance from others was gone, I realized all I had left was myself and I didn't accept that at all without being validated. And, and if you're not watching, you don't see the hand gestures I'm making to go like the zero, but it's like an open hand, right? And I'm, I'm here, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at that place like, you know, people love me. I love the right people. The right people love me. I'm in a situation every day. It's like, oh, my God, like, you know, we can make the most of this and we could do the best and everything's positive and it doesn't matter that things are going wrong. And all of a sudden, when the acceptance from the others in your life that are validating you is gone, you realize that you're back to zero because the only thing that's been hiding the whole time is that you actually never really accepted yourself at all. You didn't accept yourself without them, so then you couldn't accept yourself with them. So then you get to a point where now you're chasing and now you're, you know, now you're standing up for yourself in the wrong ways. Now you're saying things that are overboard that you don't mean because people are hurting you because the pain is so, so when you go through, when you're an empath and, and you get hurt and people wrong you, you, but people don't understand who, and look, and this is not like empaths are better than somebody else, but like, you know, I've read books on this and this is, this is not just the last couple of years. I mean, I've known this my whole life that I'm this way. When, when you are that way, where you literally cannot help but feel everything everyone else feels. I mean, I, I feel more guilt than, than anyone else I know. I feel more sensitive than anyone else I know. I feel more love than anyone else I know. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. I, more emotion. For, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I could laugh at anything. I could cry at anything. I mean, empaths, you just feel everything. When you're that way, all right, when you are that way as a human being and somebody hurts you, I don't mean to, to do the, oh, well, you don't understand pain and I understand pain, but I will tell you when you can ask somebody who's an empath, the pain is different from a a, a a strength level than anyone can understand who's who's not built this way naturally. You just wouldn't understand. Because people on the outside be like, don't you understand? Like it doesn't matter who hurts you work and people you love it like that person or they're an idiot or like they're wrong. And you know like they're showing you like look what they did. Look what they did this. They did that. And you're like, no, that's the worst thing I've ever heard of. But you still literally the second you get off the phone with them, or second you're done talking to them, you're feeling such pain that the, the only thing you feel like you could do is, okay, well, now I'm angry. Now I'm going to stand up for myself, and I'm going to tell that person and those people, you don't understand. Like, how could you, you treat me this way? And they didn't care about you when you were not nice to them. You think they're going to care about you when you're angry at them? They don't care about you anyway. <laughs> but that's what happens. And, and then, then it's like, you can't even get your cross. Like, you know, you go back to it, and I do it times in my life, and it's like, Man, like, I wish I would have said, like, I wish I would have been me in those spots and not 
like what I thought I was supposed to do. Because when you're in that way, the me in those, those spots, you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, you know what? What I should have done with that work or with that, that you know, um, husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, sometimes it could be brother, sister, it could be parents and kids, it could be anything, right? That relationship between anybody, right? Friend, what, what I should have done in that scenario, and, and I, I live this every day now, and this is part of the acceptance of it for myself, but I live every day now the acceptance of I got to accept the mistakes I made, and the mistake that I made probably more than any other, the two mistakes that I've made in my life that are, that are, are tough to accept and that I have still learning to go to kind of get through it to find resolution of one was that i thought of myself as such a piece of shit that i allowed to be myself to be treated in such a terrible way but the second one was that it, it i couldn't couldn't take a deep breath take a minute take the space and the time and then at least get my point across to the those people in my life that hey look i need you to understand how much you hurt me by what you did i need you to understand that I, I did this for you and then you returned here that i said this and you said that and that it's hard to move on from those things in your life when you care so much about human beings and they care so little about about you and make you feel so worthless and i wish i'd gotten those points across in that way in a real way not to, to be an asshole but because maybe maybe then maybe for some of us, there would be, you know, that apology or that resolution of, you know, all of that. But as I said in the recent life pod, part of the problem that we have is that we can't be accepting it. You know, the hardest apology to accept is the one you know you're never going to get. I, I said that before. Right? My whole life, every, every, I literally, I'm the worst at holding grudges, like the worst. I allow everything. And it's part, partly because I, I, I don't believe in that and I don't want to hold on to negativity and partly because I've been a sap and a pushover. But because I'm so bad at it, literally, I never really needed an apology. So I'd be like, it's fine. Like, no problem. And people would apologize, and I appreciate that at different points in my life or different days that were bad or things that were bad. But I only need one, I'm never going to get it. It's the way it is, right? So how do you accept that? That goes to the third part, which is your situation. Pushing back in the wrong way is pushing back at those people who hurt you with the anger instead of what I should have done, and that's, you know, taking time at points like that in my life and, and you know, kind of stepping back to see where I was, not either not, and look, in some, some cases, not giving them the time of day because I didn't deserve it. In some cases, saying it in the right way because maybe it was therapeutic for me and not, I didn't care about what they thought. But what we, we do is we lash out in that pain and we push back the wrong way. And then in our situation that we're in, after all of the, the dust settles, it's like, okay, you go back to all that self-esteem and all those issues, like, you know, I don't have a job or I don't have a person who cares about me or, you know, whatever it may be in your own life, right? And you're like, what the hell am I going to do now? Like, I have nowhere to validate me. I can't validate myself. I hate myself. Like, I, now, now I'm blaming myself for, now I'm blaming myself for something that was somebody else's fault for how they treated me because of how I reacted to it. And now it's my fault, which is what people like that want you to feel. You understand, you gotta understand people who there are certain people in the world who can't carry, they don't know what guilt is because they force themselves not to carry it. There are people walking in the world right now, as you're listening to this, that in your own lives, and I know in mine, who have done the harshest and wrong, and like you power rank like all the things that you've seen human 
Titans do or do to you that would be at the top of the list of like, that's the worst thing I've ever seen done, right? And they are in this world right now and don't think they did a damn thing wrong. They literally still have no idea that they did anything to you. It's not their fault in a lot of cases because <clears throat> that's how they're built. That's how they grew up. That's how they were taught. And in a lot of cases, because they're not healthy mentally enough to face it. And that's the part that I've had to learn. And it's probably the part I'm most proud of over, over these last couple of years, but it's also been the hardest part is the acceptance of my situation and, and where I'm at in my life. And having to fight alone and having to, to you know crawl upstream or swim upstream, whatever you want to say, right? And you're dealing with all the stuff that, that's happened in, in my life and trying to, you know, at the lowest point of my self-esteem, find my self-esteem. I mentioned this earlier in a life pod, but, you know, first doing it the wrong way is I lost 53 pounds. I mean, now, I don't know if it's thankfully or not, I've gained 15 of them back. Uh, so, you know, whatever. Uh, but you know, maybe that's a good sign that I've cared less to do that or bad. I don't even know. But yeah, you know, the wrong ways, right? Superficially and all of that. So, you know, there's all kinds of different ways that, that we do it. But at the end of the day, it's like you got to get to a point where you accept your situation because you can't move up. Like if you remember, if you're old enough, there was a game Cubert back in the 80s that I, I often like think of and, and reference when I'm, I'm thinking of my own situation. Right. So this is game Cubert. And if you never played it, the easiest way, and it's a terribly dumb game, but the easiest way to explain it is like you basically you're lighting up one step at a time with this guy. Every time he takes a step to go up, it lights up. Right. That's basically how I've now learned to look at my life, that I can't climb a mountain without taking a step. I can't get five steps in without taking one, two, three and four. That if I look ahead, then all I'm doing is thinking about how far away, and then it takes me back into the track of who did it to me and why they did it and how could they not care, and I love them, or I did this, or I worked hard, and why isn't this fair? Everything's got to be in a place of I accept my situation because you can't take a step until you accept it. And that has been going back to the beginning of this conversation here in this Life Pod episode. That is the hardest thing, and I'm curious, and I'd love some of you to share your stories with this. That's the hardest struggle for anybody who's gone through any kind of, you know, um, self-esteem issues or insecurity or bullying or, you know, been treated, you know, so badly that, that you're, you're at a point where like you're, you're breaking in half, you know, emotionally, you know, and, and, and I've experienced all of those things. If, if you've ever gone through anything like that in your life, it is, it is really difficult mostly not to move forward because, you know, look, we all have reasons. You know, I've, I've got kids. I've got pride. You know, I've, I've got family. I've got, you know, goals. We've all got different. You've got your own things. Everybody's got their own stuff. But but it's hard because every time you try and take that first step, you're thinking about, like, how am I going to get the hell up this mountain? Why did, why did you know, whoever it is in your life, you know, put you here? And the truth is you got to accept you put you here. Your lack of belief in yourself put you here. Your lack of self-esteem put you here. Your lack of giving a shit how you were treated and letting people run over you over and over again, laughing at you, putting you down is what put you here. And what you got to do is you got to get up and get your ass up and figure out how am I going to look in the mirror and like who I am with nothing? How am I going to like who I am when the bus is, is, is running barely and the limo way gone and not coming back? How am I going to do that? How am I going to do that? And that's the hardest part. And that's why, you know, I do these things because I'm still in that process of doing that in my career and in my life and with my family going through unconscionable and everybody has them, you know, struggles in, in of, of you know, 
different kinds of epic proportions over the last couple of years, you know, after COVID and everything else. And it's like, and doing it by myself alone. And it's hard. It is, of course, it's hard. Shit, it's, it's hard. But it's the hard that makes it great. But it only makes it great when you get there. And you're not going to get there unless you take it one step at a time. You've got to accept how others see you. You've got to accept others for who they are and show them the right way to do it. You've got to accept yourself because at the end of the day, you're only being validated by others. And you've got to accept your situation. And only then can you really push back the right way and push others to be successful and empower and push others to do better and bigger things in their life and empower and push others that you love and care about. Look, I, I, you know, I got no, no problem you know, admitting this. Like I, I've, I've joked about it, but it, it's not your joke. It's you know, part of what happens to people like, like you and I is the trust disappears. Like when, when something happens that is, is so outrageous with people that you care about that like you, you literally, you know, you can't get answers. And I'm going to get that in a second because that's part of the acceptance. You get to a point in your life, if you've had low self-esteem, if you know, you're, you're, you're feeling anxious and anxiety. Look, I've talked about anxiety in the past in these pods, obviously a big part of this mental health thing. But think about how anxiety plays in because now it's like, okay, like why doesn't somebody care about me? Why are they doing this to me? How can they do this to me? Don't they know who I am? Don't they know how I treated them? They yada, yada, yada. And now the anxiety gets in and now it's like you're spending that 10 times faster yourself and all, you, it kind of spins the wrong direction. And that's where that pushing back in the wrong direction comes, right? Actually, you get the opposite of what you want. It's hard in those moments to take a deep breath because especially if, you know, some people in their life have had experiences where the people who would help you take a deep breath are the ones doing it to you. That makes it impossible because then you've always related. No, well, if I had an issue, that's who would help me get through it. Like, that's the I got like if your I got you don't got you. And I mean, they got you like lied to you, cheated on you and all the other things that many of us have experienced. It's terrible. I mean, it is literally like you've been living a life of a lie, and then it makes it really, really difficult. But if you accept yourself and you learn to work on that, and it's something, it's something that I'm still working on, like on a daily basis, and it's hard, right? Like if you do that, then you get to a point where you're okay with with who you are. You're okay, you know, being by yourself. You're okay if somebody's not validating you. You're okay if somebody's not, you know making you reminded that you're great. And look, I've done all the wrong things in my life when those things have happened that many of you have, the things that people don't want to, you know, admit, right? The things people don't want to talk about and admit. You know, what do you do when, like, all of a sudden, you know, people uh, you, you are making fun of you because you're weight and your self-esteem and you remember those people, then you lose weight and you get in better shape, and then what? Then you're having one-night stands or you're you're trying to, like, you know, have trophy boyfriends, girlfriends, whoever, right? And like you're making you feel better and that's wrong and the wrong reason or somebody hurts you, I'll go hurt them and find other people. Like all these stupid things, we've all done them, right? You know, I, oh, like, you know, uh, you know, well, you know, work doesn't care about me and these people don't care about you. Know, I'll, 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 I'll go somewhere else and then you go somewhere else and then you're miserable and then all of a sudden you're sitting there and you're miserable with the people and you're blaming them because they didn't care. All that. Everybody, everybody been there. Everybody been there. This is why this is not you know, everybody. I don't care if you had, you know, everybody been there. It's one of the reasons why I'm doing this life pods, because if somebody didn't have a self-esteem issue, they'd probably anxiety. If they didn't have anxiety, they'd probably insecure. If they probably or they're or they're they're not admitting it and they got to realize that, hey. 
And, and the most important part of this is, again, caring about other people going through things. I mean, that's the crazy, the craziest part about, like, for me, and it, it's the saddest part, right? I've always been a very accepting person and maybe overly accepting in how people treated me, but very, very accepting of other people. I've never, you know, a lot of people say they, they never run away from a fight. I, I have. I have. Some I shouldn't have. I have. But I never run away from, I've never run away from somebody I cared about because they weren't okay. Friend, family member, coworker, you know, loved one, any of any kind, ever. Never. I never would. Ever. Because I understand it. That when when you watch people that you care about not realizing in the mirror that they're not okay, and then because you're telling them the truth and not lying to them, they want nothing to do with you, it makes you never want to go empower other people again. But we got to do it. Because people aren't doing it for you. The only way to, it, to change it is to show them the right way to do it and to care. And to not care about bitter bullshit like, you know, you know, making fun of people or, or revenge on somebody who did something to you. All that stuff is garbage. Garbage. People who do that, they're just miserable. They, they, they'll never accept responsibility for anything. Accepting responsibility is, hey, how did I get here? Like, what did I do? And, and how did I care so little about myself? And how should I have handled it? And what can I do the next time? Because circling back to three, four minutes ago, my point was, i be honest, I don't know if I'll ever trust anybody at a high level ever again. Ever. May not. May not. I, you know, I, I don't know the answer to that. I've been at times in my life where I thought, like, never again, like, in terms of relationships, and then that, that happened, you know, I, you found somebody different. So it's like, okay, maybe, maybe this is just something we all say, but I... Probably never. I, I don't know. It, it's hard. It's difficult to do. Because when you let yourself out there and open and you have self-esteem issues and somebody exploits that, you go back to like, it's, I don't even, it's like the fetal position like in your life. So you got to accept your situation. You got to accept who you are. And that's what I've been doing. And look, it's not... It hasn't made my situation better by doing that, but it's made me feel better by doing that. And then that is you, you got to stay positive. It enables you to look, you know, you know, for me personally, you know, getting back into sports the last four months and having such a great time doing these podcasts and and, you know, working on opportunities and pushing. I mean, I'm hustling like and basically back to the drawing board, doing it all over again, like I, I did 20 years ago. And it's hard and it's scary as hell. I mean, I, you know, I didn't have responsibilities or kids then. I didn't have any of that. It's like, okay, like if I'm the failure, like nobody thought I was going to get in this business. You know, I, you know, I had an agent tell me, I've told this story before on the air, but I don't know. I don't think I have it in the podcast. Maybe I haven't. But I had an agent from a prominent agency write me and tell me, like, I should try and think about doing something else when I sent them tapes before I ever started in this business. But at that time, it was like, oh, I'll show you. Like, wait till I shove this up your ass. Like, was how I was thinking, right? But I didn't have kids. I didn't have your responsibilities of like, you know, where am I going to live? How am I going to live? What am I going to do? What am I going to, you know, your future and, and college and all these different things. I didn't have any of that. It was easy, right? Not easy now. 
Now there's a lot more pressure on it, but I feel better because I've accepted what has happened to me, what I've allowed, and the part I took in it at every point in my life. I mean, I, I've done more soul searching in the last year and a half than I did in the 42 some odd years probably before that combined. And I'm not going to sit here and overly, you know, placate you with bullshit that that everything is my fault. There's a lot of shit that happened to me that wasn't fair. It's a lot of shit that that I've seen that is 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 cruelty to an inhumane level to people that you care about. But no apologies are coming. Nobody gives a shit, and you got to move on. That's harder to do than just saying it. And if you live life like I lived, every point in your life. And I don't care. It's like my kid, my parents are divorced when I'm eight, like all the way every time that anything's happened. It's like, you know, people just say, oh, you just got to get over it or just move on. Like you do it then. Like, you know what I mean? It's like they were talking about like the commissioner, Rob Manford, the players don't want to play. Well, you play then. Like it's the same shit, right? Like people say this all the time, but it's like I laugh because it's not that easy. And especially if you got no self-esteem and you're insecure and you're you're an anxious human in general and you're beating yourself up, you get off that mat. I mean, you know, you're dragging around for a long time. You need people to empower you. And that's to me what we need to do. We need to empower people and accept them for who they are. We need to love them for who they are. We need to tell them that it's OK. I can't tell you how many times I've seen people in my life that I care for that like they probably don't even realize that there have been like a hundred thousand different instances where they'll say, you know, I'm sorry I did this. And I'll say, it's not a big deal. No, really, like it's it's not. You didn't do anything. And they I don't even think they understand or they're worried about things they shouldn't worry about because they don't like who they are. and They don't care about themselves. And I've been there, too. The only difference is, is that I'll never, ever, ever allow any of my buddy in my life and my family or my kids to ever be OK we're leaving those people at the door on, on the curb because you got to care for them. You care for them. If you, if you care for someone, you love someone, you, you know, that's, that's family, family, family. Look, you said this before, you know, family and friends and all that stuff and love. And like, we, we all, there are these bullshit and I love quotes. Right. And I put out ones that I care about. Right. The biggest thing in the world for anybody to understand and that family and loyalty and all that stuff, that's not, that's not in the last name. That's not in blood. That's in people that care about you. That's the people that show you that they care. That's some people who want to lift you up and grab your hand when you're down, when you're giving them nothing, when you got nothing left to give. That is that's what you want. Give that to other people. Accept other people that way, even if it's not going to happen to you. That's something that to me is is I think so important for all of us to share with other people is the pushback being to push with a positive, to empower other people. It's why I'm doing these podcasts, why I I I am I am you know on the side working on different things right now actually that I'm trying to get involved in. It, I, it wasn't joking when I said this is going to be my life now. I mean I'm I'm going to be a sports guy hopefully and and you know successful again you know to be able to provide the future that my my kids you know deserve. But the success for me that I'll feel outside of my kids and family and life is going to come from this. It's going to come from helping people. It's going to come from saying, hey, look, I'm not afraid to tell you. I've been through shit. I felt like shit. I've, I've, because of that, treated people at times like shit. I've done all of that. I'm a human being. I'm flawed. But, but I am trying on every day to get better with who I am in the mirror. And that's all we can ask for anybody to do. Share your stories, accept who you are, be proud of who you are. And I'm proud to have you part of the podcast. We've got uh, Tyler Kepner coming up this week. John Gibbons, former manager of the Jays. Todd Frazier, my dude. Matt Holiday on, on Pujols' 700th. 
Lots more coming up. Episode 81 is in the books. Please jump in, uh, get in the uh, YouTube uh, comments or the, the DM or any way you want to send me a note or for people I know have one or two do this. I'll see text me and share stories that get back and forth. Shit. I don't know anything more than any of you people do. All right. It, I don't. But I do know this, that if I can have some kind of a voice that somebody is going to think that that it's it's inspiring or that it helps them in some way that, hey, look, if I'm honest about my flaws and my own feelings and my own shit, then I'm going to do it. Because that's what's meaningful, not my take on whether or not Apple TV should have had the Yankee game the other night and they shouldn't have. I'll see you soon here on Unfiltered. Be well. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.